Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness, and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. Well, this is Tim Howard. I'm the host of Reflect the Life You Want, and I am especially excited today to have as a guest of the show, Heather Clark with Green Compass. So welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we've been trying to make this happen for a couple months now. We have. I think it's been, what, three reschedules, and you've (laughs) held on to hope for me, so I appreciate that. Well, I think you have such a powerful personal story and also the story of the business that you're involved with now that I think um, I wanted people to hear that, and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to how you impact others and the message that you have to share. So... What I thought we might do is kind of start about how you and I are connected. And you're also connected with my co-author of the Mirror Book Project, Maria Spears. Yes, I love her dearly. So you guys actually met before you and I met. I mean, I think the first time I met her, I was like, we're going to be friends for life. Um, (laughs) She came into Axis Fitness where, you know, Mike works in... um, She actually wanted to do Axis Yoga, and she's like, oh, where's, where, am I in the right spot? And I was like, yes, you are. Yeah. This is fitness. And so I kind of convinced her to do the fitness. And, uh, you know, I think that um, that day I, I told her, I was like, you're amazing. I need, to, I need you in my life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how we met. Yeah, we're well, you mentioned Mike. So Mike Barnhart yeah. is your fiance, yes. the owner of Axis Fitness. And Mike's been a guest of this podcast also. And Maria is the one who first got me interested in joining Axis Fitness. So I've been a member there a little over a year now. I think it was late March of uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. I started going there. And then you and I met through when I think probably once they opened up the uh, the new location – Actually, I met you at Lumina right before they closed. Right before it closed. Uh-huh. Okay. So you you and I and Maria have that same connection there. We met at the, the original Axis location. That's right. Well, I want to um, just honor you. Even as we're getting started, we had a little conversation before before we began recording. And I'm just looking forward to the story that you're going to share and how it's going to impact other people's lives. But I thought... Just for starters, you might just kind of share a little bit about your personal background and your professional background and what brings you to where you are right here today. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And honestly, it's kind of ironic that I'm even sharing this story because one of the things I used to struggle with the most was knowing what part of myself was valuable enough to share. Like Mm -hmm. what what would be something that would be shareable, Mm -hmm. um, even on social media. So you know, connecting the dots going backwards is something that is kind of ironic to do today. But um, so my story or kind of how it started, I am a mother, I'm a mother of four. Um, I, you know, graduated from East Carolina, so I'm a pirate. Mm-hmm. And uh, my original degree was uh, exercise physiology. It was something that, you know, I, my stepfather had a bypass surgery at 38 and he was mm-hmm. very fit and it, it was very impactful because I was with him when he had his heart attack. Wow. So I became very passionate about the health and wellness and what it could do for your overall you know, well-being. And I did my internship here at New Hanover. Um, and, you know, it was then that I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it, but I knew I wanted more. So mm-hmm. I ended up going back to nursing school and I was a, a cardiac nurse. I tried to do other things, but I just loved the, the cardiology. And, um, I had my first son, um, 2008. And so I lived in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and worked at Weight Med. And um, we moved back here after we had our, our daughter, so in 2010. Mm-hmm. And um, started back work. And uh, um, my son was born. And this is, you know, I found out, you know, when I was pregnant with my son that... Your third son, My third Davis. son, Davis. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is, this is, he's going to be... All of my kids are part of the story, but he, he specifically of kind of where I got to Green Compass. Um, Davis was born uh, emergently. He, um, I had a stroke when I was pregnant with him. And so that presented a whole nother, you know, line of things down the line. So I did not know that, you know, in my family, both my, my parents have uh, clotting disorder. It is very common, actually. But I have both genes. My, my mom and my father had mm. the gene. So the stroke was because of a clot. Hmm. And 
he, I did not know at the time that that would cause an issue, but unknowingly he was born what with is called neurofibromatosis. Hmm. And that is a benign tumor disorder that wherever the tumors are can create the symptoms. So he happens to have some in his cerebellum, which are, which is a sensory and motor processing along with other things. But along with that uh, learning processing disorder, sensory motor, um, there's some other learning challenges that have come along with that. But mm-hmm. I knew pretty quickly when he was probably within two or three weeks old, I knew, I just knew something was special. Mm-hmm. I could feel it. Mm-hmm. And I kept asking questions. And um, by the time I went back to work after my, you know, the maternity leave is over, they had, you know, the pediatricians had told me to look for certain things because I was, I just kept worrying. I'm like, something is not, something is off. Mm-hmm. And um, the day I went back, to, to work, I was I was kissing him, you know, just saying goodbye, and I noticed what they told me to look for, which was like the freckling in his armpits and um, in his groin area. And it was that time they sent us to a geneticist, and that journey began. And that mm. that looking into what is what is this, and what does it entail? What does his life look like? What you know? I never. It wasn't like a why him, why me. It was more like, okay, how are we? How are we going to do this collectively as a family? What does this mean for, for our family? And then surprisingly, a couple months later, I found out I was pregnant again. Mm. So, you know, life has a lot of twists and turns. But because of Davis and because of some of the things that he was pretty sensitive to very early on, noise, input, it changed our dynamics of our family mm-hmm. a lot. Mm. And um, I found myself in a situation where I couldn't feed myself. I was tired. I was exhausted. I was going to work and I was serving people, you know, as a nurse and mm-hmm. working long hours and I found myself not eating and not not nourishing my my body, my mind, and so I reached out to a friend, and that's when I began another. Uh, I, I started Isogenics for nutrition, hmm. but didn't I wasn't planning on doing a business. It was more just it organically grew because of what it did within me. It gave me, I felt energy. It felt energy to show up as who I was, and so people would ask you about Heather. What are you, what doing? Are you doing? Yeah. But my posture changed within myself because I had the energy to, to give and nurture mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. which is, you know, what I what I became a nurse for, yeah. and my family, and 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 not to just be that couch parent, you know. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, so that changed, and and like I said, I organically grew a business that I didn't have any business doing because I didn't know <laughs> anything about business except for that I cared for people. Yeah. And the really cool thing about that for me is that. Um, I always say it didn't give me my. Mo- I didn't ha- find my mojo back or get it back. It allowed me to find it itself. Mm. You know, it wasn't like I knew what it was. I was checking all the boxes before. I went to school. I went to nursing school. I had the kids. I got married. You had but this it, desire in your heart to help other people, right? But it wasn't until, and I actually didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know anything about direct sales. I didn't know anything about residual income. I didn't do it for that. But what I was finding was that it was giving me something I didn't know I wanted or mm. like who I wanted to become. And it, it allowed me to give other people purpose and share that hope. And it became something that I was just like, it made my heart beat in a mm. way that I just, I could do it whenever. And Set your soul on it fire. It really did. It yeah. really did. It was something that I, I can't put it where it gives me chills just talking about it. <laughs> but, um, you know, so going back to that story, you know, I, I was able to step away from from my nursing career and profession because I grew a business after just a year, which was, I mean, everything to me. Because I was able to be with my kids and 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 take them to therapies and things like that that I could actually be and not have to pay someone else to do. Which mm. not everybody has that opportunity. And even as a nurse, being locked in to a building, you know, you just you're not able to do some of those things. But um, you know, slowly over time and over seven years, you know, I was I, I never thought I would leave Isogenics. I loved it. It mm-hmm. changed my life. Allowed my life to change and. I got to meet Maria, and, you know, it was 2020 uh, when we were in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And um, I've always known that all of, all of my kids, they, they all learn differently. They all have special gifts. They all have things that, you know, their weaknesses are different. Mm-hmm. But you push, put someone in a house, and you, you have a mom that is being a mom, and then they're also growing a business, mm-hmm. and you're isolated, and uh, you're trying to homeschool the challenges on challenges on challenges on challenges. Mm-hmm. You, you you've learned really quickly. You need tools in your toolbox, mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes even the ones that you have, you need new ones. Mm-hmm. And so, I think the unknowing of 
when is this going to end or how long, how am I going to do this? The hardest part for me was um, watching Davis specifically struggle with things that I didn't know how to help mm-hmm. or when it was going to end. And so... Yeah, I think I first started seeing you post some things in social media that I then became aware of I mean, your son's struggles and also became aware of you making that change from isogenics to Green Compass. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, I definitely wasn't looking for, I wasn't seeking that part out. What I, mm. what I try to always do is be as real as possible because I think vulnerability is not, is definitely not easy. It takes mm-hmm. courage to do that. Um, but I do want people to know that we all have those struggles and it's what you do with them mm-hmm. and asking for help. Sometimes that becomes the, the most brave thing that you can do is just, yeah. you know, Stand by me, stand with me. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, having that courage to say, Yeah, raise my hand. I don't have it all figured that's out. That's right. I actually me? don't. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you for raising your hand and asking for help. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, Green Compass released um, their nano jellies, and I actually am, I'm friends with the founders, yeah, Meredith and Sterling, and I believe in their mission. I love their mission. I didn't know what I didn't know about CBD, and that's something that I feel very, um, compelled to share and use my voice, not only as a nurse, but as a mom mm-hmm. that didn't know. And maybe I can help someone that maybe was like me, didn't know how to use it, when to use it, how to stay consistent with it and what to look for and what it can do and how it can help and what it can really bring into mm-hmm. your life. And um, whether that's a solution for the products themselves, the community, the people, which is my favorite part, mm-hmm. um, or what it could do for your family as far as an opportunity. You know, that's something. Why don't that- you tell our listeners a little bit about what Green Compass is. I know a little bit because okay. I'm a, I am use a couple of their products. A member of your organization, Liz Myers, friend of mine, mm-hmm. she's also a Green Compass representative. But what they're doing is pretty unique in this space. And in here in the state of North Carolina, they're building this amazing business. It's um, it's incredible. They're they have um, local hemp farms here in North Carolina, and mm-hmm. they're the largest in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And um, they have, you know, USDA certified organic hemp, and they are certified both the, the hemp pilot license and also the the organization that takes four years to get these licenses. Mm-hmm. But um, their their mission is to provide hope and healing through um, hemp and mm-hmm. the natural ways that we can use uh, plants and seeds to help heal our body and bring back uh, to balance. Mm-hmm. And um, the, they're incredible because it is seed to seal. So basically they are um, vertically integrated company where from the time that the seed is planted to the time it's, you know, harvested and, and um, uh, put into a lab and extracted and mm-hmm. all of that, it is we know where it is. You can see what's in it. You can see what's out. They have a, um, it's called a COA, a certificate of analysis where you can scan every single product and know that it is what, what's in it actually. Cause there's mm-hmm. a lot that you don't know and you know, what you're, what you're not getting or what mm-hmm. you are getting when it comes from somewhere else. And so that is wildly important when you're putting it in your body. And especially when, I don't know, I think society maybe think that uh, CBD and marijuana are the same thing, and they're not. I was right. one of them. I was yeah. one of them. And so there's a, you know, there's a, a label on it already where you have to almost be able to, you know, put your guard down like, okay, I thought that too. Let me share with you what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Because we all have that cannabinoid system within our bodies. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. Everyone does. And that has the most receptors of any other system in our bodies. So when they become depleted, those receptors are depleted, that's when you feel the symptoms of sleeplessness, headache, stress, anxiety, mm-hmm. the mood, depression, you know, emotional, and all, all those things. Well, you have the benefit of, through your training in physiology right. and nursing, that you can speak with credibility and authority about these yeah, types of why things. Didn't, why didn't we learn this in nursing school? <laughs> you know, why didn't we learn about our cannabinoid system? How come, you know, we produce them? Mothers, uh, if, mothers that breastfeed, we produce, that's when you produce cannabinoids. Runner's mm-hmm. high, that's mm-hmm. a cannabinoid. Mm-hmm. Meditating, that's a cannabinoid. Yeah. So when you add a cannabinoid, CBD being one of the 120, that's where the balance, restoration and balance come back into come play. Your body. Mm-hmm. So you were learning by this product, the jellies for Davis, trying mm-hmm. to figure out a way to help him with some of the symptoms that he had right. got you excited about. And again, organically, it wasn't something that I was like, yeah, I'm going to you know, sign me up for this and I want to switch over from another company that I love. It actually happened in a way 
they released their jellies. And I was like, you know, I'll give it a try. I'm, I'm desperate for, for help and I need mm-hmm. hope. I need hope. And that yeah. is what I want to give to other people. And we need it here. Mm. Um, and it's funny because we tried it from, we used it from February until, you know, I was getting, you know, messages from his, his team, his EIP team, his teachers, everyone was noticing, but more importantly, Davis noticed his mm. eye contact, his, his confidence, his handwriting, everything was different about him. It was like, I was meeting my son for the first time and it was wow. incredible. And, um, but I still didn't share it. I didn't say anything about it. It was just like, this is awesome. I'm great. And and it wasn't until the following September when he went back to school, he had his book back on. And I was, you know, you take the first going back to school pictures and he was like, mom, can I have my, he called it the golden gummy. I was like, are you sure, buddy? You normally take it in the afternoon. He's like, yeah, it makes me feel calm. So I did. And that created a platform of conversation, of questions. Mm. And that those conversations changed my life. Yeah. Those called me out of being comfortable over here and pulled me over here to mm. if I can help one mom if I can help and then I started learning more and diving into okay and it gave me hope and the and the, the wild thing is is that everything I wanted to do as a nurse and through isogenics was starting to happen in a way mm. that I had prayed for for years yeah. hope to be able to give that hope to someone to be able to to, to hold someone's hand and say I got you like, I mean no matter your circumstance when things happen and wherever you are met against, whatever resistance you're going through, Hmm. you're not alone. Hmm. I'm getting a little teary-eyed here (laughs) as you're talking, but I think this is a nice place maybe to segue into um, ahead of the show. And I'd shared this with you previously, and I know it was impactful to you when I first shared it with you. Um, You didn't know it at the time that Maria and I were writing a book together when we first met each other, and I shared the theme of the Mirror Book Project was Reflect a Life You Want. So ahead of the show, I asked you to take a look at that reflect acrostic and which of any of those most resonated with you. And I, and you mentioned to me there are several that did, but this idea of hope is kind of the underlying theme of the first chapter, recognize the power to change. And I'm hearing you even talk about it. I mean, when you, you told me, it, I, I was like, You're, please text that to me because, I mean, like I said, it gives, it gives me chill because it's everything. You're living it out. But I've... I. But you've explained it so well as mm. everything. I actually texted that to that to my my nephew because he's grad his birthday's today, he's 18 and he's graduating mm. today. And I wrote that out because it said so beautifully. It's everything that I could have said, but it summed up in a, in a such a great way. And it's true because every one of those are, are points that um when you're trying to become something that you don't feel, you know, you know, your self-talk has to be, you have to think of yourself in a different light and believe in yourself mm-hmm. and, and start acting like who you want to become and surround yourself with people that are doing that or believe in you too. Maybe even borrow that belief from them for a little bit if you don't. I, I, I borrow that saying oftentimes. I first heard that when I got involved in coaching. Maria, it was my 60th birthday in April and Maria had sent me one gift. One was this a coffee mug like future best-selling author. And then the other one was this little plaque, which kind of relates to what you're talking about right now. And I'll share with you is it started out with, you know, the the words. So it's like the thoughts that we have translate into the actions that we take because it's that emotional response to those thoughts we have. And then those actions become our habits. That's right. So you're incredibly disciplined around, you know, health and fitness, uh, as is Maria. And then those habits translate into what is our character? Mm-hmm. It's like, who do we become? That's right. And then that person that we become creates the destiny of our life. And you're living it out. So you didn't know back when you got started necessarily how that might manifest. But now I see you living out. You're growing this business very rapidly from what I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, but my sense is that it really speaks to who you are and you truly believe in what you're doing. I absolutely do. And I believe in what this can do for people. They just don't know about it yet. And Mm. people are searching, I think, globally over time. This is the perfect time to have um, not only a product like this, but a a community, Mm -hmm. like a culture of healing this way, healing your thoughts, healing what you've been through, healing through the past, because it's not linear. That's not healing is definitely not linear. And um, And a lot of times we go through certain things and you feel like the enemy kind of pulling and tugging on you and mm-hmm. that's going to happen. And when it does, you, you want to be and be around people that ha- have your back and know that you are going to get through it. And sometimes the failures and those bumps are exactly what are going to set you up for success. Those are the things that are going to lead you to the next thing, no mm-hmm. matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel 
when the social the social isolation piece of of what we've gone through over the past couple of years was probably the most significant because mm-hmm. I think we need people yesterday, today, and tomorrow yeah. more than anything. And yeah. being able to um, stay connected through our stories and what we go through, the good and the hard, mm-hmm. is being able to share that because you never know how by sharing one piece how that can truly help someone. Mm-hmm. And so that's why. To go back to your original question, mm-hmm. I share my stories, mm-hmm. not because I think that I am have arrived anywhere, but because if I can help one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just, I'm thinking of two things. One is that the C chapter of the, the C of the reflect is to clarify your inner circle. So I want you to talk more about that. But I was also thinking about uh, Maria and I are both big fans of Ed Milot. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen his new book, one more. Um Maybe just, you know, just like you and I, our initial connection with Maria was powerful. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Mike and you and I were connected through um, health and fitness space. But it's like, speak more to like who you associate yourself with and how are you energized by those people? How does that impact your life and how does that impact your business? Oh, goodness. Well, so I think that it's, uh, I think the resilience of someone and their drive to overcome hard things and what they do despite a failure. I think that is, for instance, I think everyone in my life, everyone that I seek to have in my life is because in some way they pour into me because they're better at that than I am. I, mm-hmm. I'm drawn to it and I mm-hmm. want that in my life. It creates something I'm not in order to become who I want to become, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I don't want to be here alone. Like I want to grab onto people and then hey, come with me, come with me because. Mm-hmm. Because that is um, freeing, and when that allows you to find your worth, where you feel mm-hmm. worthy of yourself and have that value. When you know your value, you give value to others. Mm-hmm. When you give value to others, you kind of you are able to live some, for something bigger than yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And that is your purpose. Mm-hmm. And I feel like surrounding myself with people that believe that I already can, mm-hmm. or or won't let me, or hold me accountable when they say, you know. They know what my my goal is, my vision is, and so it, does that. Would you be doing that with that person that you want to become? Be okay doing this, and if the answer is no, take a right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to uh, sometimes who we're in relationship with, or that how much we invest in those relationships can change over time as we're working towards becoming the best version of ourselves. Something. Um, that came to mind as you were talking about that, that the L of the reflect acrostic, that chapter is love yourself mm-hmm. and let others know you love them. And I, my sense is in, in conversations we've had is that developing that self-worth mm-hmm. and feeling worthy of mm-hmm. all this is something that you've worked on. Oh my goodness, because that is, I can love you all day. And in the the hardest thing that I probably have gone through and, and realizing it is that I didn't feel worthy of receiving what I was giving. And so, you know, I think when you don't feel needed, you make yourself feel wanted, at least me. Mm. That's what I, so when I didn't feel needed, I mean, so as a nurse, as a mom, I would distract myself by pouring into other people so I wouldn't have to feel Mm. what I didn't know I was feeling. And Mm. so, you know, I kind of skipped over a, a time period in my in my in my life about um, when I went when Davis had his disorder and his diagnosis, mm-hmm. that created a challenge in my marriage at the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I I was divorced in 2016, and shortly after that, found out I had ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I think some people can assume that that would might have been a rock bottom, <laughs> a rock bottom where I. I Everything I knew about myself, everything I defined myself as, mm-hmm. or I created an identity around a nurse, a mom, a mar- you know, a wife, um, health, health and wellness. That was that was my business. Mm-hmm. I couldn't show up that way. And what did that do? I, I couldn't even work out of access without like my, the warm up was like just oh my gosh, I can't do this. How am I going to get through it? Mm-hmm. I felt like I was an imposter because I, I was I was unwell. Yet I'm sharing health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, re- I read this quote one time and it said, health is a crown that only, uh, the health the healthy wear, but only the ill see. Mm-hmm. And I, that spoke highly to me because that time period, I had to create and learn new ways to love myself mm-hmm. and to mentally um, stay 
mentally stay positive. Mm-hmm. And it, the cool thing about that is when I was able to talk to someone and help someone else, mm-hmm. it gave me hope. Yes. And that changed my purpose. That, that fed me. Mm-hmm. In my, whether I was in my bed, whether I was in the hospital, wherever it was, if I could have that conversation where I didn't feel unworth, you know, just as I'm worth to give, value mm-hmm. to give, that, that was everything. And so I learned new ways. I started, you know, meditating. I started journaling and I call it the morning papers where I would just write and just peek and pit, you know, thorns and roses, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. And basically it became like a data dump sort of thing. But I mm-hmm. got really, and I still do it to this day. And mm-hmm. I set my alarm and I do it. That's the first thing that, you know, I do. We do, you know, now I put it in my notes, but... Um, it's important. It's important for me. And mm-hmm. um, getting through that, I just learned to live differently. You know, because there is a difference between being alive and living, and right. yeah. and knowing that. But it's funny how you forget it over time. You kind of fall back into those patterns, which is what happened in 2020, where I kind of found myself like, okay, I said I'd never get here. Here I am. What back is happening? Again. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I believe that. And speaking to some of the things that you just said, getting through hardship mm. instead of giving up, mm. like, okay, what did this, what did this obstacle, this obstacle is here for, but it creates other opportunities. It really does. They're given to you, there are opportunities. And the, the, the hard part for me is not the trusting of, of that. The hard part is the timeline and the timeline that the character is being built. That's what the waiting is for. Sometimes it's not in your timeline. Mm. And that is the the trust part that I have issues is like the patience of when, when, because I think for me, I see the opportunity and hold space for people mm-hmm. and I see the opportunity. Mm-hmm. The hard part is I want to create it for you. So I'll get in a habit <laughs> of instead of empowering, maybe doing it for someone and that's yeah. not great. So I've had to learn to mm-hmm. tell it back in and know that it's not taking away someone's hardship. Because that is where they find their courage and their mm-hmm. worth, too, sometimes. You yeah, know? sometimes we all have to go through a little suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what I, what I sense and hear from you is just an incredible joy that you receive from giving. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, but developing that capacity to just, I'm worthy of love. Mm-hmm. I'm worthy of all this goodness. God has gifted me with these talents, these skills, these gifts, these hardships that I've endured to prepare me to make an impact for his kingdom. And it's like, you're stepping into that all the way now. Yeah, I had to learn um, a different type of self-talk mm. and practice that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any specific scripts or affirmations that are powerful for you? You think that might be powerful for someone else? I think sometimes um, replacing what doing in the future with I am. I yes. already am. Yes. That, that That's the most powerful. It's so simple. It really is simple. Those are the two most powerful words mm-hmm. that exist. And uh, Marie and I have talked a lot about this. We we struggle with, should we write about this or not? But um, I'm, I'm going to take a little risk and go there from a faith theological standpoint is that, you know, the words I am mean Yahweh. Mm-hmm. It means God, mm-hmm. right? So when, for me, it's this kind of belief almost is like when I am using those two words, it's almost like I'm calling in the Holy Spirit in the situation. Mm-hmm. Like I am, whatever this thing is, that I'm called to become, you know, it talks about in Scripture that, you know, we were to pray as if and these things will be answered, right? But we got to seek first his kingdom and then all these things will be answered. But it's like as I claim this thing that I believe that God has given me the gift and this talent and I step into that, mm-hmm. And truly go out there in faith and do it. It may not end up exactly the way I thought it was going to go, but it's, it is. It ends up how it's intended, mm-hmm. and that's better. Mm-hmm. And that's letting it. Do you know surrendering that? I think surrendering took me probably forty something years to figure out how to do <laughs> because I didn't. I would always kind of like will my way and okay, yep. if I do that, you know. Yep. But truly letting go, things letting happen go. in ways that. Wow, you know. That's, that's, uh, Maria talks a lot about this idea of, you know, grasping versus releasing, Releasing. you Mm -hmm. know, and just from the posture, from a prayer standpoint, even to just put it out there, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this be your will, God. And an open hand. Yeah. Versus Mm -hmm. clasp. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so true. It's, and reminding yourself of that in the good, in the hard, Mm -hmm. and especially in the hard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I always like to talk 
or ask a couple questions of my guests, and okay. we've talked a little bit about this ahead of the show, but I'm going to go into that. Um, you touched upon one thing I think you're likely to talk about a little bit is um, you're working on helping a lot of people, mm-hmm. but you're also talking about you're working on developing even within yourself um, to grow and, and feel worthy of all the kind of success and the love that you have from Mike and your family and other people. So I'm wondering, what are you working on specifically for yourself to reflect more the life that you want to live? Oh gosh, it's such a great question because this is still, this is ongoing for me. Mm-hmm. This is an ongoing as in right now. Work in progress. Work in progress. It, it, treating my life as if I'm already becoming and, and acting and setting my life and designing it around who I already want to become, what we mm-hmm. already want to do, and knowing that grace is great, but it, it calls us higher. It's not there for mediocrity. Grace is not, okay, that's okay. We're going to stay right here. It calls us to be higher. And I, I've always said, oh, just, you know, God gives me grace and give yourself grace. And yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. But I do... I know what I want out of life. And in order for me to do that, I have to set myself up in ways to where I'm, it's reflect is all of the things we've already said. Mm-hmm. And it's making sure that when those get out of line, mm-hmm. the boundaries, I create those boundaries for a reason. And mm-hmm. it can be a little uncomfortable, to be honest, because it, it, you can find yourself saying no to certain things. At the same time, that means saying yes to everything else, you know, mm-hmm. to what you do want. And and that can be tough in the beginning, in the beginning of that practice. Mm-hmm. Believing, belief does determine that, you know, mm-hmm. your belief in all the things and your belief in yourself, belief in what you're doing, why are you doing it? Yep. That is something that I practice. My belief in, not just myself, but in what I'm doing and what, what we are trying to create mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And trusting that you're living out. Right. The plan that God has for you in your life. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, sometimes it's um same plan. Mm-hmm. It's not just starting something different. It's the same plan towards towards your mission. It's just maybe you have to turn the page. Sometimes you have to turn mm-hmm. the page. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of turning the page, you've made this shift from one business to another. You're recently engaged and you're having success. I'm wondering what are some things that you may be doing differently now that you might have done in the past to help you to become more of who you want to be? Well, you know, I think besides praying for, for, you know, for what I wanted, Mm -hmm. was taking steps and doing and believing that I could. And it was, I don't know that I knew it was happening before it was happening. It was happening already. Mm -hmm. The people that were drawn to that, Mm The people that I've prayed for in my life are here beside me. They're the mm-hmm. people that I've prayed for my entire life that I didn't even know yet. Mm-hmm. The people elevate this this thing inside of me that I can't. Not only do I not want to let myself down, I don't want to let them down either. Mm-hmm. And it it is I, I don't know how to explain it in in terms of words because mm-hmm. it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling that I have. All I know is that my natural ability to be like wait a minute, everything's going good. Now what? Do I sabotage it? Because I don't know what to do with I'm getting what I actually prayed for. Yeah. It is happening. That is a self-practice that is... Feeling worthy to receive, receive it. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and second chances are everything. This is... I believe in second chances. And I didn't mm-hmm. used to always believe in second chances. I used mm-hmm. to think, you know, the way you are is the way you are. You're not going to ever change. And that's not true. I've done... Mm-hmm. I've been in places, done things that I absolutely have changed. So was Mike. Mm-hmm. And those... Those were opportunities for him to grow and decide, make those choices here and there. Mm-hmm. That's what we stand behind is that if if you are in that spot or if someone is coming out of that, we have you, we got you, and we believe that you can. Let's mm-hmm. let's, you know, do good for good. Let's when you are feeding your mind good things, when you mm-hmm. feed your body good things, when you're you're able to show up and do better for not just yourself, for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's what we believe in. Both mm-hmm. of us and mm-hmm. the community, you and it's people need that. People mm-hmm. absolutely need that because you're yeah. not defined by your worst moment, and you know you're even your best moment. That's not that's not everything either. It's mm-hmm. all in between. The middle's messy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about. I'm going to go ahead and share with you another favorite acrostic. I actually developed this uh, 
something that Maria and I were both struggling with this idea at times of feeling worthy of receiving things. And I came up with this acrostic, it's called slow. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea that the S stands for to savor each gift each day. So each interaction we get to have with someone else, just like we're having a conversation over a podcast right now, but it may be an interaction you're having with someone who's taking care of Davis or maybe someone you see at the gym, but like each, savor each gift each day. Okay. It's something that you're meant to receive. Mm-hmm. It's not by happenstance that you and I met. Mm-mm. Okay. So it's like, okay, there's a gift here. Do we appreciate it? What comes from that? Can we, you know, capitalize on that in some way? Then this other idea is, you know, for me, it's like I always struggled, you know, with my sense of self-worth at times. So this idea that, you know, I got to open my heart, mm-hmm. right? So it. Before, I would just deflect. If someone tried to pay me a compliment Same. or show me love or mm-hmm. share something like that, I didn't feel worthy of it, so I deflected. So mm-hmm. I was like, I got to let that in. Mm-hmm. I got to let that into my heart. And then the O stands for open, open, open your heart, right? So I got to let it into my mind, get to my heart, and then the W stands for just welcome it in your heart. You're meant to receive that. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's, it's something that is truly a gift for you, and truly to affirm you and truly to help you to become the best, then like, well, you're going to know through discernment if it's not. That's right. You're going to know if it's not appropriate. But if it is appropriate, welcome it in your heart if, and help that in your own. Because then that's going to go back to your mind and say, you know, this person really appreciates me. Or it was so cool that I got to have that interaction with that person. I hope that it blessed them in some way or I hope that it created hope in their life in some way. And it's... um. I hope you know how you leave people. I mean, mm-hmm. how you leave people. Me, how how are we leave conversations. I'm always like, so I feel better, and that is. I hope I hope I'm able to do that for other people, mm-hmm. not just in their presence, but but when we walk away. I hope yep. that if we never even see each other again, they know. Like, wow, you just that was. I needed that not, not just for the day, but for life. You mm-hmm. know that, and you do that. You do that very well. Well, thank you for mm-hmm. saying that. And that, not just here, but <laughs> in, or, in all the conversations. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we both, uh, we, we talked about when we both first encountered Maria in mm-hmm. our lives. And she has that same kind of impact on people. And this, this idea is something that she and I have talked about, like that each interaction is gift. Mm-hmm. And how do we bless that other person that we're interacting with? Are we truly reflecting the love of Christ in the way we walk out in our lives? Because that should be the experience that you have mm-hmm. from that interaction. Is, did, am I truly reflecting that into your life? Mm-hmm. And you do that well. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. That is the goal. Well, you've talked about different things that you've experienced in life. Uh, you've talked about some of the th- challenges that you've encountered along the way, your personal health, your son's health, going through divorce, things like that, changing businesses. Mm-hmm. We've all experienced on some level the impact of COVID and how that's impacted all of us. But you're in your early 40s now. I'm wondering if like, if there's one piece of wisdom you've gained to this point in life, uh, maybe it's something you would share with an earlier version of yourself that you didn't know, or if you encountered someone now or you're talking to someone about um, getting involved in this business opportunity, like what's that one piece of wisdom that you could say for someone to go reflect more of the life that they want? Gosh, I don't know if there's one piece because there's so much to mm-hmm. that, but um, I would say welcome welcome the struggle because mm-hmm. outside of that is your greatest opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I don't what's on the other side of... on the other side, and that's yeah. um, the pursuit of and then the process of, mm-hmm. and that is what, that is where the character, that is the character that is being built, that timeline. And, you know, I think that is speaking about God, what he's trying to do is he's not really concerned about your timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his sense of time is totally different. It than really ours. is. And that is um, maybe the pause, like the waiting. Sometimes the waiting, like he'll shift it mm-hmm. from waiting to walking into it. And that is mm-hmm. that waiting period is where you're being built. And sometimes that waiting looks like a different Mount Everest for different people. Mm-hmm. Like it really is. It could be mm-hmm. health. It could be relationships. It can be your your kids, it could be, you know, business, no matter what, that looks different for everybody, but just to kind of hold it, hold on. That that pain does end. That's what it, the hope mean, mm-hmm. means for me, that hold on, the pain ends. You're not alone. So welcome, embrace it, 
embrace the change, embrace embrace those things because you are going to be different on the other side. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite verses of the Bible is um, from the book of James, James 1, 2, is like, consider it pure joy when you face trials and tribulations of any kind because it's a perf- kind of result of perfecting your faith. And I can remember specifically one day, uh, my wife at the time is at Duke and she's getting ready to have a double mastectomy and reconstructive surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked me to fly out to Seattle because my oldest son was getting ready to have emergency surgery. Mm. And he was dealing with something the doctors didn't know what was going on. And then I got there, find out from my mom, she's also got breast cancer. So I'm like, these three things all at once just like kind of brought me to my knees. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I can't do this on my own. You know, it's like... Mm-hmm up to you, Lord, to get me through this and get them through that, bring them out on the other side healthy. Um, but you talked about earlier that concept of surrender. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's that's the thing. It's like, if we're trying to hold on to so tight and try to make things happen as opposed to being open to, we, we got to step into whatever it is that we're called to do, mm-hmm. but it's like also being open to and that's what what the, do we need to experience? And that's the thing, too, is like it's hard to hear God's voice when you already decided what you, what you wanted him to, to say. It's, <laughs> it's like if you, that was my problem. Mm. I, like I felt like I already knew what I wanted, wanted the answer to be, right? So I was waiting for that. Mm. And it, it doesn't always look like that. But the prayers are being answered, you know? Mm. Just in a different sometimes way. Sometimes just is not, it doesn't, you don't hear it that way. Mm-hmm. You'll see it until later when you can look back. Yeah. Well, there's an expression, you know, you've heard it before, God's delays are not God's denials. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So oftentimes it's like we're struggling because we can't figure out why something's not happening. Well, maybe that door hasn't opened because you're being protected from something. That's right. Well, that's what, I, you know, even going back to, to business and even Davis, I mean, Davis, all my kids have taught me, you know, they ask questions, right? You know, all the kids ask questions, they ask questions mm-hmm. and they talk and they ask questions, but that's how, that's where solutions are found, the solutions, you know are really, you know how they say you, uh, you take the test and learn the lesson. Well, I think you you actually learn the lesson and take the test. Like, I think it's mm. backwards. I think that you, we learn by the questions that we ask. And sometimes we don't ask enough questions. And mm. the kids are really, they've shown me a lot. But Davis is so openly um, able to be himself, like wildly himself. So he's so unique and he's so okay with it. Mm-hmm. But... I love that quality about him. He's okay mm-hmm. with wearing his clothes backwards. I'm like, Davis, your shorts are on backwards. You're nine <laughs> years old. He's like, oh. like it did, it's like, okay. It, did, he, it, doesn't, it does not phase him. He's not worried about what people are saying. Yeah. And I love that. It's a gift that you're not. It's a gift because yeah. sometimes we, me, humans, I mm-hmm. think um, we are more concerned about others than than trusting what is God has before us and what mm-hmm. his, you know, and that is something that held me back. That was my limitation. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, make anyone else uncomfortable and that discomfort or their displease mm-hmm. would hold me back. And I think that now I've gotten to the point and kind of comfortable, maybe it's through the hardships that I'm okay with disappointing someone as long as I'm mm-hmm. living in my truth and I know my intention of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's not, that that takes time, I think, to learn. Yeah, I think that was something I learned um, several years ago when I first, the ideas of this book concept came about around 2006 and and I was going through a very challenging period of my life personally in my relationship with my wife and I too struggled with having a sense of self-worth and being able to receive love for most of my life and there was a script I used to say to myself like I'm trying to fall asleep at night Mm -hmm. and I got so much worry and concern about different business situations or my relationship and I would just say to myself over and over again I love and accept myself Mm-hmm. I love and accept I just over and over and over again until I could fall asleep. And hopefully I'd wake up in the morning, you know, with that first and foremost in my mind before I go begin the day. But I struggled so much for most of my life seeking external validation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I got to do this to prove that I'm worthy of this recognition or prove that I'm worthy of this promotion or prove that I'm worthy of receiving this love but it was really just getting to that point of i am who i am Mm -hmm. i'm working on becoming the best version of myself i am worthy of love so why don't i act as if i am Mm -hmm. 
So I might actually receive more of it. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. It's simple and complicated at the same time. (laughs) But once you feel that, once you feel Mm -hmm. it, you're able, there's really, it's, um, I don't know if there's a a way to write it down, like, you know, step by step, but it is, it is something that you don't want to turn from and Mm -hmm. you want to bring out in other people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think honestly, it's being able to share in the hardest moments, me saying, I need you. Mm I, I opened up my hands, mm-hmm. reaching out, you mm-hmm. know, letting go, mm-hmm. reaching for it. It's the same thing, you know, it's just. Yep. Asking for, yeah, there's a, there is a level of uh, vulnerability there that is hard for mm-hmm. most of us, mm-hmm. all of us. Um, but our ability to say, hey, I need help or are you willing to do this or. I would appreciate it if you could do this. Mm-hmm. That is hard sometimes because it was like, I'm not capable of doing, doing it, it without that right. on my own. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. Yeah, but we're not supposed to. Mm. And that's the thing is we're not supposed to celebrate things on our own, nor are we supposed to hurt alone. We're meant to be together. And mm-hmm. I think reminding people that as simple as, simple as that, the connection piece is so huge. It's mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. No matter what mm-hmm. community, if you can find it and have a good one, it can really set people up for success everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, a part I'm going to touch on, I'm going to go backwards one second, but when I found out that I had cancer, I because I had the stroke, I qualified for a clinical trial, mm-hmm. which was fantastic because I was going through a divorce at the same time. Now, I didn't want my kids to know because they were already going through so much that I, mm-hmm. that I was had this diagnosis. So I didn't share it with people because I didn't want it to get around. Mm-hmm. So I kept it so private. I told a few people, mm-hmm. but it, I kept it positive. I also didn't call it, I, I named it Carol. I named it the Timber <laughs> Carol because I didn't want to give it any energy. Mm-hmm. And I, my, my faith, my mindset, I fed everything positive. And I, I believed already whether or not I uh, knew I was getting placebo or not, I believed I was already healing. I am healing. I am healing. I am mm. healing. I am. Not I'm going to. I am. I am. I am healed. Yeah, I, w- I had the blessing of meeting Louise Hayes years ago. I don't know if you ever read her book. Mm-hmm. Um, you can heal yourself. But she's the one who first, I first got interested in understanding, you know, the concepts of scripts or I am mm-hmm. statements or affirmations, whatever. And one of the, Key ones in the reflective cross is tying back to something you were talking about earlier about feeling is that this idea of the F is to feel now what you imagine it will be when. And we've kind of talked about this in a couple of different ways, but it's like if I can picture what it is that I want mm-hmm. in my life and just like you asking for help, you know, in order to get to where you need to be, you might need the help of someone else. But to have the courage to ask it, but imagining what's going to happen once you get that help from another person, what's possible can help you to take that risk. And honestly, even saying it in a different way, vision, right? Mm -hmm. Mike is visionary. Yes, he is. And I am very present time. Be here now, right Mm -hmm. now. So I can't think in terms of long-term vision, which makes us great together. But in thinking- complement one another. Right. And so what I would do to imagine myself, you know- Let's just say even in business, mm-hmm. if there was whatever it was I was going for to help other people to get there, mm-hmm. whatever long-term goal it was, I would imagine myself with my family mm-hmm. at the beach, mm-hmm. not just at the beach on vacation, but like what it would feel like with the wind blowing in my hair, what, yep. what the smells would feel like, what would my kids be doing, what would we be wearing, what would we, where would we be walking to? That feeling is the feeling that captures the vision. That for me is vision because that's really what vision is, is seeing that myself there. I'm getting choked up because you're just like a walking testimony to these concepts. Well, that's why when when you shared this with me, I was like, ah, same. You should see my alarm. So even in my alarm clock, I have certain things you've already said. I keep like, I'm like, okay, go back to that <laughs> because I feel this. Every part yeah. of this, I, I, I. In different ways, I've are, I've needed said or been around or sought after, and I've yes. It's, you're living it out. Well, I'm grateful that you entered my life. I am grateful too. Yeah. Well, um, any last 
things that are on your mind or heart you do want to share with our listeners before we close out a few things? I think that um, have the courage and bravery of trying something new. If maybe someone needs something, mm-hmm. if they are in a position where hope, if they need hope, mm-hmm. that that is, um, that is my whole purpose is to be able to pour into someone. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a pro. It can be green compass. It can start there, but it can certainly start with, I am here for you, mm-hmm. even if it's just to listen. People you're especially that. good at that. You, um, you're good at connecting with people and being present, and that's uh, a beautiful skill to have in life. Well, thank you. I, I love it. It, it is my. It is. It feeds me. Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to connect with you, Heather Clark, to learn more about Green Compass or. Maybe some of the lady listeners just want to connect with you. Yeah. And what are some good ways to find out more about your Green Compass business or connect with you? Well, I in business, you're supposed to see about your link, and that's fine. And I, mm-hmm. But I like to talk. I like to understand why someone is wanting to start. So the conversation piece is huge for me. Mm-hmm. But to find, I'm not on LinkedIn. I need mm-hmm. to do that. Um, but social media, I'm on uh, Instagram and Facebook. And mm-hmm. just reaching out with a message, um, Heather... Mama four is my, you know, but Heather Clark um, on Facebook. And then I could. You had to change your Instagram. I did. I was hacked. hacked I was hacked. And then. Like H underscore mom mom four. Mm -hmm. I was hacked. And um, that was, that was unfortunate because it's the relationship over time that the relationships that I, that I care so much about that Mm. I, you know. I felt like that was taken from me. I'm like, why would you do that? I'm not even an influencer. I, I care about these relationships. And I think because I think whoever was doing that probably knew that. And mm-hmm. they thought, well, you know, you've developed some sort of trust within people. So maybe they're going to trust that you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And that's tough, mm-hmm. you know, and I just switched over businesses and, you know, that I don't like that. That's hard. But yeah. then again, it became um, an opportunity. Yep. That's what I just think it was like. <laughs> You know, if I'm a woman of solution, right. which you are, it is. It became, what, what is this opportunity? Mm-hmm. What, what does this create the possibility for me to go do now? Mm-hmm. It was meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so people can reach out to you via Instagram, Facebook. We need to get you on LinkedIn for business networking. But um, it's been an absolute delight to have you as a guest this show. And I'm looking forward just to getting to know you and Mike even better as the years go forward and uh, we have that connection with uh, Maria Spears, our mutual friend, you, you truly are uh, embody so much of what we're writing about. So that's so cool. And it just, when I first shared that reflect the life you want concept with you, it just immediately resonated with you. I think you, you shared it with one of your daughters. You printed it off. I did. I mean, immediately I can't, I'm so honored to be here. I'm so grateful that you, through the times where I've had to, you know, reschedule just held space for me because yeah. I don't, I like to, you know, stay in my word and always my commitments. And mm-hmm. um, I'm just honored to be here and be able to, to share this platform with you. Well, I'm grateful that you took the time to do so. I look forward to this message getting out and other people being touched by it, hearing your story, and hopefully there'll be something that will resonate, resonate. with them and bless them in their lives. So I always encourage my guests just to go out and live a life of greatness. Thank you very much for being here.